Now for the Africa Report with Jean-Jacques Cornish. Good morning, Jean-Jacques. Hope you're well. Bonjour to you, Lester. I'm immensely well. Thank you. Excellent. We're going to be starting off with Ghana's Defense Minister having to apologize for military excesses while investigating the stabbing death of a soldier. What's, what's defined as excesses, military excesses? Well, you know, the, the remarks by Kofi Amankwamanu, uh, the defense minister, has left many people who've traveled in Africa and Africans themselves wide-eyed. People have had to go through border crossings, through checkpoints. Uh, the military excesses, you know, the military have a contemptuous view of civilians. Now, what happened in Ghana was a young soldier was fatally stabbed, so the troops moved in, into town. And, uh, you know, you know, with social media being what it is, a lot of the brutality and excesses were recorded. And so the social media capturing this uh, caused the defense minister to apologize, saying he's very sorry that innocent people were caught up in this uh, and frightened. However, he said, I will not apologize for mounting this operation. They're trying to find the people who killed the young soldier, and they're very, very angry about it. That you can understand. But, uh, you know, professionalism in the military is what we're looking mm. for, and that is lacking in many of the African countries, I'm sad to say. Mm. And then Pope Francis meets two Boko Haram victims on International Women's Day, which was noted and marked earlier this week. Yes, it was indeed. Now, of course, uh, that goes back to 200 and 2014, 276 young uh, schoolgirls in Chibok captured by Boko Haram. Boko Haram responsible for an insurgency since 2009 that's killed 35,000 people and displaced more than 2 million of of them. Uh, So many of those young girls were married off to Boko Haram soldiers. Some did escape, some did get back, but these two were met by the Pope who spoke to them about the hardships. They were both young Christian girls, as it happens. Uh, so it's interesting to see that Women's Day in Nigeria was something that was completely eclipsed by the harsh reality that men mm. in last month's election won 96% of the legislative seats. Mm. So they've got some way to go to have the women catch up politically. Uh, you know, where you get in countries like Rwanda where they have as many women and sometimes even more women MPs. So the Nigeria's got some work to do. And then finally, uh, we are largely, the global media largely focused on the Russia-Ukraine war, but there's a conflict in Africa that sees more casualties a day than in Ukraine, and that is the Somaliland uh, humanitarian crisis looms. Thousands are seeking refuge in neighboring uh, Ethiopia. The conflict in the Horn of Africa has seen many casualties, many refugees, a global, uh, a a refugee and humanitarian crisis, which should be receiving global media and political attention. Conflict's easy enough to understand. Well, never, no conflict's easy to understand, but to explain, Somaliland, of course, is the part that broke away from Somalia 1991 with the death of Siad Barre. They joined after independence. So it's not a pre-independence thing. After independence, they joined to found a greater Somalia. But Siad Barre was such a monster. He actually bombed Hargeisa from the Hargeisa airport. 
left hardly a stone standing upon another in Hargeisa, the capital of Somaliland. No wonder they broke away. They became a true democracy. Three elections I've been there to observe. Absolute democracy. Now, there's an area called Puntland, which is also self-declared independent. But they're wanting to move back into the Somali fold. And there's conflict about that because part of Puntland is claimed by Somaliland. I know, as I say, with the elections, they didn't actually hold them in Puntland, but they do claim part of that land. But the interesting thing here, Lester, is that Ethiopia taking in a 100,000 refugees from Somaliland in three weeks, and that host country has been hit by drought. Of course, that whole area is hit by drought, but nevertheless, the people have opened their doors and shared what they have. And that is something that is very laudable in the case of Ethiopia. Jean-Jacques Cornish, enjoy your weekend. Looking forward to chatting to you next week here on Good Morning Cape Town.